0: On the latest episode of the Drum Shuffle Podcast, Jamie Eads talks with Friendship Commanders drummer Jerry Rowe. Listen wherever you listen to podcasts, thedrumshuffle.com, jamieeds.com, J-A-M-I-E-E-A-D-S.com. You want me to get out? You get out. Do you smell almonds? Nice mustache. You don't know what my breath smells like. Chess pass through him. I'm very excited about that. I'm also very nervous. Unreasonable Doubt, a podcast about West Virginia University basketball, starts now. Hello. From the Dire Prime Pantry in Nitro, West Virginia, this is Unreasonable Doubt, a podcast about West Virginia University basketball. I'm Josh Witt. Episode 30, Iowa State, West Virginia one. Follow me on Instagram at UnreasonableDoubtWV. Twitter, tweeting on Twitter. Find those tweets at I'm Josh Witt. Facebook, you know. Facebook page, find it. Blue Thumb it. Follow the podcast there. WV at gmail.com is the email address. This is... Particular game, and I know Iowa State did not have their best player. However, the 30th game of the season for WVU was their best game of the year. Hands down. You want to say Pittsburgh because it's Pittsburgh, but that game was maddening with the amount of turnovers WVU had. It was exciting because it was the last time we saw Kanate, and he was like 85% of Kanate. This game, West Virginia played eight guys. And I can't say, I mean, I guess I could because this show is called Unreasonable Doubt. But I have a hard time saying bad things about the starting five in this game that West Virginia won 90 to 75. To close out the home schedule with a win. West Virginia had a 50-burger in a, in the first half. 54 to be exact. They shot 48% for the game after shooting 58% in the first half. Out-rebounded Iowa State by 10. This is a team West Virginia lost to by close to 30, and it could have been more in Ames, Iowa. And I don't think anybody had the flu. Last year, everybody had the flu. This year, it was just a sad team when we played Iowa State. This team has joy. And it's easier to have joy when you win a few games. But let's go through the starting five. MVP offensively, Jermaine Haley. If I would have told you before the season started, hey... The new guy that says he's a pass first, pass second player, he shoots 20 times in a game. Does West Virginia win that game? What would you say? I know if somebody asked me that, I would say West Virginia got smoked if Haley shot 20 times. And yet Haley shot 20 times in this game. He was 13 of 20. Can't really complain about any of the shots that he took. Most were very close to the rim. He he made at least one three-pointer. And he was aggressive. The opposite of pass first, pass second. The last three games for Haley, it's really been something. It's been, I've, I've enjoyed the Haley experience. He's taller than the guy that's guarding him. That's an advantage. And so he's decided to get closer to the rim and make shots close to the rim, which this team has had trouble doing all year long. Haley's making those shots. He's also really tall, so that helps with rebounding. So he had seven rebounds to go with this Career-high 28 points. Three assists. He's not playing point guard. He's playing off the ball. And he's a big reason West Virginia's 2-1 in the last three games. McCabe. Another big reason. This guy shot 5 of 6 from 3. 18 points. Five assists. Including a big shot in the second half. You knew after West Virginia had the 50 burger in the first half that they weren't going to shoot like that in the second half. Iowa State cuts it to 10 with about 8 minutes left. And McCabe hits a shot from a few steps behind the three-point line with a hand in his face. Makes it. They go up 13. Soon after that, it's up to 17 again. And we can breathe easy. So McCabe and Haley, the last three games, have been studs. Emmett Matthews Jr., solid performance 7.6 rebounds he's getting stronger he's he's getting offensive rebounds and with a bunch of guys around he's been able in this game to get it into the basket and not have it taken away from him so great job by matthews culver 15 points 11 rebounds four turnovers he wanted to fight an Iowa State guy because the Iowa State guy was playing uh push defense in that he was pushing like you would push a rock up of the hill. That's how he pushed Culver on defense, and Culver took offense. And he got he got a technical foul, the Iowa State guy got a technical foul. I had concern not for Culver, if that would have escalated. I was not worried about Culver in that one. But another strong game from him. Too many turnovers. But 15 and 11, and still not know what he's doing. It's amazing. And Lamont West did not shoot the ball well. Shot a couple of times super early in the shot clock, which is a pet peeve of mine, I have to admit. But his rebounding, 12 rebounds, five of them offensive, he was getting boards. And so the starting five i can't I can't think of another game this season where I, I can point to something good from every guy that started the game and so this team at the end of the season played eight guys in most of the sad part of this season, West Virginia was playing everybody on the roster and so if you ask Huggins why he was playing fourteen guys in a game, he was trying to figure out. Who was his guys? (laughs) And by injury and guys getting kicked off the team, he kind of got some guidance on who's going to be the team. (laughs) That hand was played for him. And that has been a favor to Huggins and a favor to the team. Because the newer guys, they're being relied on. They're passing the ball better. Less turnovers. More continuity offensively, looking miles different than what they did even a month ago. Remember that stretch where they couldn't—they barely got in the fifties—and the last three games. And I know one of those games was triple overtime, but they broke seventy each game, broke a hundred once, and got to ninety tonight. So. I've heard the term addition by subtraction. I wouldn't go that far, but there is something to play the guys that are contributing and that's going to help the team win. And late in the season, with a little bit of help, not the help you're looking for, this team has done some things where you have hope for the future. I like hope. The other thing I liked in this game for Iowa State, they have a freshman named George Condit, the fourth. It's a very regal name. He fouled out with one minute left. Now, in the Coliseum, the standard when somebody fouls out of a game is that you point out as they're walking to the bench each time the man makes a step. So if he makes a step with his his left foot, the crowd yells left. When he steps with his his right foot, the crowd yells right. You see where I'm going with this? So left, right, left, right, left, right, left. And then when the player sits down because he's fouled out of the game, then the crowd gives a, a round of applause and ovation and screaming. Okay? George Condit IV was not having it. (laughs) The crowd got in their lefts and rights. Okay? But when he got to the bench, he made sure to not sit down. (laughs) He stood it out. So for the last minute, he stood up, not giving the crowd the satisfaction of applauding that he fouled out. And the crowd lost interest and they got to applauding because West Virginia won a game. So that's a better That's a better crowd excitement than picking on the guy that fouled out. But George Connett the fourth, you played that like a pro. And so I'll never play competitive basketball again. But if I did and I fouled out with fifteen minutes left. In the game, I would contemplate standing up if that if I was in a away stadium or arena and that was their move, waiting for me to sit down so they could applaud. I would try to stand up for the rest of the game. George Condit, the fourth. Congratulations. Random thoughts coming up. It's not Woody's baddies, okay? It's not. (laughs) It's not Woody's baddies. It's Woody's goodies. Discount deals all around. Two locations. You on the western side of Kanawha County? Go to the St. Albans location. You on the eastern side of the county? Go to the Marmette location. You in the middle of the Kanawha Valley? Pick one. Can't go wrong. Both locations have discount deals. Both locations, you know what they have in the store the next day by going to their Facebook page. Check it out. See what's available. New store every time you go in. It's not Woody's Alrighties. Remember, it's Woody's Goodies. Random thoughts for this episode of Unreasonable Doubt, Kansas is not going to win the Big 12 regular season title this year. Huh? What is happening? I predicted that last year. I I was hoping that maybe West Virginia would be the team that would be ahead of Kansas. Not the case. It's going to be either Kansas State with preseason player of the year Dean Wade or Texas Tech or both of them. They may split the title. It's not going to be Kansas. So the last time a season ended and Kansas was not the Big 12 conference champion, 2004 I wasn't married in 2004. Oklahoma State was the last team besides Kansas that won this conference in the regular season. That Oklahoma State team was led by Tony Allen who is retired from the NBA. Just to give you an idea (laughs) of what kind of feat Kansas did. And congratulations to Kansas. I mean... Not congratulations that you blew it this year, but congratulations on winning the conference 14 years in a row. That's crazy. I mean, think about about how hard that is. It's not like a Gonzaga situation where it's Gonzaga and everybody else. There's been some good teams in the Big 12 in the last <laughs> in the last 15 years. And Kansas won it by themselves or split it every single season for 14 seasons. So the last time it wasn't Kansas, Million Dollar Baby won the Oscar for best picture. I've seen that movie. Have you seen that movie? If you haven't seen it, don't. I'm not going to give you a spoiler alert. Just don't watch Million Dollar Baby. In 2004, Facebook, you know? If I'd have said Facebook, you know, in 2004, somebody really cool in California would have known what I was talking about. But that's it. Facebook was invented in 2004 by that guy. And i seen that movie too. The Social Network, now that's a good movie. Go, see The Social Network. Don't see Million Dollar Baby. The Red Sox broke their 86-year curse. With the bloody sock from the guy who's probably not a good guy. And a lot of guys were probably taking steroids or whatever. It's not a big deal. I don't care about that. The Red Sox broke the curse. George W. Bush was president. We're two presidents out from the last time Kansas didn't win the Big 12. And when I looked at music in 2004, (laughs) one of my favorite musical artists of all time is Kanye West. Kanye West came out with his first album, The College Dropout, in 2004. And nothing hits harder. Maybe the Facebook. Maybe the Facebook Facebook thing is a little uh, crazier. But Kanye was a producer... The last time, Kansas was not the regular season champ. He came out with his first album. (laughs) What are we talking about? Remember that Killers album? The Killers? Remember that band? Their first album came out in 2004. Arcade Fire's first album came out in 2004. It was a long run for Kansas, and I congratulate you. That's amazing. A long time has passed since you did not win the conference. Now, you probably win the conference tournament because it's in Kansas City, and that's in a different state, but it's got Kansas in the name. So you kind of have an advantage there. But that's an amazing run. Congratulations to Kansas. Can we talk about the <laughs> the motorized netty pot? Can we talk about that? I saw that commercial a few times during the game this evening. Are you familiar with the netty pot? If you're not, it looks like a teapot but smaller. And instead of pouring tea in a cup, you pour water in one of your nostrils and the water through gravity comes out the other nostril. Okay? Now I don't want to gross you out, but that's what a neti pot is. People believe and you put like a like a some kind of saline solution pack it in the water that you put in the neti pot and it's supposed to get all the the allergens and the yucky stuff that's in your nose it's supposed to help during allergy season and help your sinuses i've done a neti pot i can i speak from experience i don't know how much it helped me but i i did have a neti pot phase but now it's 2019 And sticking a miniature teapot up your nose and allowing it to naturally come out the other nostril, that's too much work. So instead, in 2019, there's a machine that looks like a humidifier, but instead of having... (laughs) Instead of having... The neti pot go up one nostril. This is a dual nostril device. Okay, it's the bull ring of neti pots. It's going in both nostrils, and one side is being with a machine or a motor or whatever. It's going. It's it's the process is still the same. But you plug it in your entire nose to, like, picture, do you wear earbuds? Are you listening to this with earbuds? Take the earbuds out and put them in your nose. And then have the earbuds be attached to a machine that pushes water through one earbud and out the other earbud. That's what they're selling. With the top compartment... Of the humidifier looking device being the, I'm guessing the saline solution. and then the bottom one for your left nostril, whichever the waist nostril, it's shooting back out that nostril back into the device in like a receptacle where all the all the bad all the bad stuff goes. Now, the bad stuff can just go in the sink with the neti pot. But this you get to see. <laughs> you get to see what's living in your sinuses. And the lady selling the device is super psyched to tell you about it. You see her use this device from a <laughs> from a side view. You're getting <laughs> you're getting the profile shot of this lady Cramming this large device up her nose. It's really something. You know, I'm not against neti pots. But do we need to automate the neti pot? That's my question. And do we need to see what was hanging out in the sinus cavity? Do we need to see the the gross part? Because guess what you're going to do with the gross part? You're putting it in the sink. So we're adding a step with this device. And the neti pot, the the manual neti pot has the value here. I don't, yes, it's 2019. We don't need a, we don't need a, a neti pot with a motor. That's all I'm saying. One man's opinion. Final thoughts coming up. Dire Prime is the lead sponsor of Unreasonable Doubt. Call or text them 304-767-4445. Find them on the internet, direprime.com. D-Y-E-R-P-R-I-M-E.com. Find them on Instagram or Facebook, at Dire Prime. Hey... You want to deal on custom t-shirts? Dyer Prime still has the promotion till the end of this month, March. 50 shirts with a custom design. Pick a color besides white. You can get 50 shirts, $300. 50 white t-shirts with your custom design made by Dyer Prime. $275. I'm not kidding around here. Get this deal now. Contact Dyer Prime. This episode of Unreasonable Doubt is not brought to you by the Motorized Neti Pot. Stop fooling around with a manual neti pot. It only goes up one nostril. What's the other nostril doing? The waste goes immediately into the sink. I want to see what's happening. Get the motorized neti pot a little under $100 at your local retail store. And see the damage in your sinuses. And you don't have to turn your head. You'll get it, you'll get a crook in your neck. Keep your head straight and fill both nostrils with the motorized neti pot. Final thoughts for this episode of Unreasonable Doubt. I promoted an in-game chat for this Iowa State game that I postponed forever. Or until I change my mind. Maybe it'll be a better season next year, and maybe I'll build up the courage to do it again. But the response to the in-game chat was tepid, and I am going to think of that positively and say it's not a reflection of people listening to this podcast It's a reflection of it being a bad idea to chat during a basketball game. Particularly in a season where West Virginia hasn't been as good as other seasons. That's what I'm going to keep as my truth. But thank you to the handful of folks that showed interest in that. (laughs) Football is a great thing to chat. There's lots of breaks. Basketball... There are breaks. Lots of timeouts. But uh, not as free-flowing. Not as constant the ability to take your eyes from the screen and comment on what's going on. But who knows? I may try that next season. I may not. But as of right now, postpone forever. That's it for this episode of Unreasonable Doubt. Listen on all the platforms. Anchor.fm, Spotify, Google, Apple Podcast, Overcast. Shout out to the one person that listens on Pocket Casts, Podbean, Stitcher, CastBox, and more. Subscribe wherever you listen. Rate it five stars wherever you listen. Leave a review wherever you listen. Next game, final regular season game. And they're hiding this one. ESPN News is where you can find the final game. At Oklahoma State, Saturday, 4 p.m. This is the battle of last place. Whoever wins is not going to be in last place. This is a game where pride is involved. (laughs) As much pride as there can be for not being last place, West Virginia has not won a true road game this year. I'll watch it and tell you about it in the next episode of Unreasonable Doubt. Please check it. Out until then, I'm Josh Witt, WVU for the 2018 19 season 12 wins, 18 losses.